right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. I am Larry Monkey. You can find me on Twitter at FFLarryMonkey, and I'm joined by Justin Rogers. You can catch him at RunDFF. What's up, dude? What's going on, baby? It's National Championship Night, which means it's the perfect night to have our guest on that we're going to get to in a second. But, man, got some college football, Master Teague making an appearance in the end zone. Sorry for all the spoilers in case y'all haven't watched the national championship three days after it's on. Sorry about that, guys. If you haven't, oh. well, you suck at life, so it's fine anyways. But, uh, yeah, this is, I mean, hey, it's Monday night and it's college football, which I always look forward to it because we get one Monday night college football game a year and it's the big one. So Yeah, well, you're out there in Mississippi, so college football is like, kind of like a big deal out there, isn't it? Yeah, but you know what? I'm a Georgia fan and ah. fuck the SEC. So let's go Ohio State. <laughs> Let's go Ohio State. I want no one else but Georgia. So I don't care. I'm not one of those SEC guys. Come on. Let's go. All right. All right. Enough of this. We, we got a lot to talk about when it comes to college football because we have a, an awesome guest, Ricky Valero, Debbie Delight. Welcome to the show, my man. <laughs> For, I just want to point off off the back. I'm very pleased with the fact that you are not one of those SEC people. So I'm in Nashville, okay? I'm not from Nashville, but I get very weird when it comes to the people that are like yeah i'm sec go alabama i'm like no like i'm a michigan fan i'm from pennsylvania but i'm a michigan fan you will never hear me say go ohio state win the national championship for our conference no exactly exactly like people last year people were like you gotta root for lsu no i don't no i don't I've been rooting for Oklahoma for years in national championship and, and semifinals and stuff. I've been rooting for Clemson, anybody but SEC. Basically, it takes a really like I don't even know what team it's going to be that that would is going to make me be like, oh yeah, SEC. I can't do it. Exactly. I can't do it because I hate all those teams because they're in my they're in the conference with Georgia. I mean, if I got to see Florida and LSU or Auburn on a national stage. Screw that, man. But yeah, the Debbie Delight, obviously, man. The Music City Drive-In, that's the other baby. Um, it's, it's you know, I'm a movie guy. You know what I mean? So I, I love movies. Movies are my thing outside of the Debbie Delight. You know what I mean? And that's you, that's where you can find my writing for my movie. You can also find our Debbie rankings and stuff like that over at the Music City Drive-In. Najee Harris made a really nice catch behind, thrown back behind him as Mac Jones is being pressured. Gets himself a, what, a 26-yard touchdown, something like that? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. 2021 RB1. Yes. Oh I my think goodness. it was. I mean, I just want to touch on it real quick because we're going to talk about this. But yeah. there was so much talk about Najee Harris not being able to help his stock last year. He should have. Egged, he should have come out, et cetera. Has he helped his stock significantly this season? I think. I mean, he's clear. In my opinion, he's clear in a way the run, running back one. I, I, I think he's that next kind of Derrick Henry. That there's there's still teams that want to drive the ball down the football field and drive it down your throat. Not a lot of them, but. That's what Harris can do. But the thing about Harris is he can catch balls out of the backfield. It doesn't. He, he's that big. He, I don't know. He's Derrick Henry's twin or something because those guys, I, I mean, I've seen Derrick Henry play live. I saw Derrick Henry do a 95-yard touchdown run this year when I went to the game. And the next play is out there for the two-point conversion. I'm just like, I would be dead about 30 <laughs> yards in, and then right. I would need to be on the, you know, on the oxygen tank. So I don't know how these guys do it. But for me, yes, I think he does. I think he has improved his stock. Which is weird to say, but I, I do believe he has. I was one of the guys that that was in like a tentative agreement that he probably couldn't help his stock. That he Agreed. was locked into somewhere in the second. Man, it's possible he sneaks into the first round, I think. 
Oh, so. d- totally. I, th- I think it's if there's any way it's well, I could see Etienne being a guy that gets into the first two just because of how versatile he is. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me if somebody drafted him ahead of Harris, but I think it's just whatever team prefers. You know, I, I still think that Chiefs would have been better off with like Dobbins instead of Harris, but or uh, Edwards Hilaire, but that's a side. The, the Chiefs would have been better off with four running backs besides CEH, but hey, what do I know? I read an article on Dynasty Nerds that you so you do some writing for them as well on I the do, Debbie yes. side of things. Yes, I do. Yeah, I write for them as well. Um, I do a little bit of stuff for them. I read the piece that you did on this game tonight, the national championship, uh, where you you talked about a lot of the fantasy faces that you should pay attention to. Yeah. Um, has anyone shown you anything that has moved the needle? For me personally, like the quarter, the quarterback situation is set in stone. For me, one and two is obviously set in stone. Um, I don't really feel like it matters what Fields does tonight. Fields has always been my QB two. I know that some that for like a couple of weeks got somewhat controversial, but then we kind of spin to, oh my God, Zach Wilson, or oh my God, Trey Lance, or oh my God, the guy down the street. It, it didn't matter. It was anybody but Fields. And Fields has his flaws. I do think that he's easily my number two. I wouldn't say he's any more than that. But for me, like I, I, there's not a lot of guys I feel like. I mean, Smith, Waddle coming back, I'd like to see him healthy. I do think that he's the best wide receiver on the field tonight. I know that's slightly controversial. I think nice. Waddle is better than Devontae Smith. Um, seeing him out there healthy is going to help his draft stock. Him catching a few balls, showing that he's capable to come back from this injury, going into the offseason, I think it's going to help him immensely. Yeah, I was. if you look at what happened in the first four games of the season, Waddle was clearly the wide receiver one yes. ahead of Devontae Smith. He's, he's a little bit bigger than, than Smith is. It's going to be hard for him to outperform, especially looking at what's happened so far in the game. He's not going to outperform Devontae Smith coming fresh off his injury in this game. But it no, is just good to see him healthy. I mean, that's that's a big thing for his, you know, for his draft stock in a few in a couple months. It's just being on the field proves that, hey, I'm good to go. You can draft me with confidence. So you talked about Justin Fields or you touched on him. Mac Jones, how can we start to think about him as we're approaching when rookie fever sets in, you know, for some of us, it already has, but for when, you know, when it, when it really is at a fever pitch there, where's Mac Jones going to land? You think, I mean, not, me, not where, but just like in yeah. terms of value for me and what I've done so far, um, he's my, he's my QB four. Um, he sits on my QB four right now. Um, just pre-draft, um, I, I do want to watch some more of him. I do want to watch more breakdowns of his season because he was one of those guys where I always like, he's going to, he's not even going to be the starter week two. Like I just, this is a Bryce Young show. Bryce Young's coming. I said that I didn't think there was anybody on in college football that had more pressure on him than Mac Jones because he needed to go out there and succeed this year. If he didn't, Bryce Young's waiting in the wings. The young talented guy is going to just come in there and take over. And you know, well, <laughs> Mac Jones is like, hey, this is my job. I'm going to keep it and I'm going to run from here. And like what he's done this year is mind blowing. I think he had like, what, five or six games of over four touchdown passes. And it's not just throwing three yard passes to Waddle and Smith. It's throwing deep bombs. He's not as agile in the pocket as your Trey Lances or your Zach Wilson's. But there's teams that still he still has a little bit. He's got more legs to him than Kyle Trask does. I like Trask a little bit better, but I think that maybe through the draft process, it wouldn't surprise me if I ended up putting Mac in front of Kyle, but he's can, he can move in the pocket. He's not Lamar Jackson, you know what I mean? But he's not Tom Brady in the pocket either. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's going to be to his advantage. 
So I, I like Mac Jones. Like he's really sky. I like him better than, you know, Zach Wilson. I like him better than Trey Lance. I like him better than those guys. And I think that, and like I said, I, he probably would end up being my, he'll probably end up being my QB three. Nice. So Zach Wilson kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, he, he, you know, I guess there's always there's always a number of players that kind of surface in that year that don't have the previous hype that other players do. Zach Wilson was kind of one of those guys for me, at least, because I'm not I'm I'm out of my comfort zone talking to you, actually. You know, I'm in I'm in three Devi leagues, but I don't really consider myself a Devi guy at all. Like I, I, I took over two orphans. So and I did one startup. It's this complicated league that that's really fun to be in. But again, I still don't know enough about Devi to to be able to just make a draft pick without thinking twice about it. It's yeah. very nerve wracking. So uh, <laughs> when it comes to that, these quarterbacks now there's a whole handful of them now. Zach Wilson's kind of like, oh, they're talking about him going uh, the second one off the board. What What are your thoughts on him? Is he the real deal, or is this, is he just going to be like a Mitch Trubisky type? So I was dissecting his stats right, and uh, before I came on here, he's one guy I do want to watch more tape of. I'll be flat out and honest. I've seen tape, but I have not studied his tape 100. percent But a few things that stood out to me was he threw 17 more passes than he did last year. This year. He had six less picks, 22 more touchdowns, and 1,300 more yards, and his completion percentage went up 11 points. All impressive, right? But if you go back, like his last two seasons, he's had, he had more touchdowns in the last 12 games this year than he did in the last 18 combined. He had 12 picks. He had, you know, there's a lot of question marks of is the transition real or did he benefit from some of these teams that didn't really practice a whole lot? Right. Benefit from, I mean, and he does play in a weak conference that benefits him as well. So I want to watch more tape. Does he have the arm? Yes. Does he have the ability? He's got the pocket presence, which everybody's wanting. I do want to watch that more because I I want to know if like the big thing for me with the quarterback is, is, does he have that sixth sense, right? Does he have the ability to know that the pressure is coming? You know what I mean? Does he have the Patrick Mahomes? The, Joe Burrow had it perfect last year. You know what I mean? Burrow it, Burrow has that sixth sense. He knows when somebody's coming, except for in Cincinnati when everybody's coming at you because you're trying <laughs> to put offensive line. But I, I want to watch more of that tape. But for me, like, I want to know, is he the real deal or not? Like, you're basing it off this one season, but I, I'm one of those guys, like, I want to look at the full body, right? You know what I mean? Like, it, it's yeah. like Jordan Love. Everybody told me Jordan Love last year. It was like, all right, well, don't watch the 2019 tape. Go to the 2018 No, I won't watch the 2019 because right. the 2019 tape's not good. So you can't pick and choose whenever I get to watch the tape. So I'm going to go back and watch that 2018 tape and 2019 tape with Zach Wilson, but also more of this year as well. You know, I was just going to say that I think there's going to be a, a rise. You know, everyone's talking about potentially five quarterbacks. But if you include Trask, there's six quarterbacks that you're talking about that are going to be going to the combine because I'm assuming they're going to have a combine because the NFL and everything, just status quo, let's keep on going. (laughs) There's six quarterbacks that are in the conversation. Then you got your big two, and then you got four behind them with Matt Jones, Kyle Trask, Zach Wilson, and then Trey Lance. So, you know, NFL teams are still intrigued by Trey Lance, you know, regardless of the poor showing he had in his one appearance this year uh, because he does have some physical gifts that aren't common in a lot of, you know, in every quarterback out there. And he runs the ball, which is the big fad right now. You know, no one, no one wants a pocket statue. Everyone wants someone who can move. So uh, I think at the very latest, we're going to have six quarterbacks in the top 45 picks. So. And there's teams that need them. 
Like, there's yep. plenty of quarterback needy teams right. out here. I mean, there's teams that and are going to. Let's not forget about like Jamie Newman, still a, a, a question mark. You know what I mean? He oh. sat the season out. He's somebody yes. that I do know that there's a lot of NFL draft scouts that do like him. Newman is a guy that's well liked. He's got a good head on his shoulder and stuff like that. And he's got the ability. I just don't think Wake Forest ever used him. It was very odd for him to opt out at Georgia. I didn't, it didn't make any sense to me. I feel like he had a chance to shine this year. But he, I mean, not. If, if it was a health personal thing, then I understand. I'm not going to criticize that part. I, that's I, I don't want to take that off, you know, off the cuff. But I feel like he had the opportunity to really showcase himself this year, and he kind of. It sure would have been nice to have him instead of a fifth year walk on <laughs> the season. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> Rucker just got blasted, and it looks like uh, Bama's going to yeah, lose a player. Um, yeah, he just got um, straight to the chin. I saw Rucker. He's up and walking now, which is nice. That's good. I like Rucker. Uh, I think that he's the. He's a sleeper in this tight end class. I think he's that- going to be one of those like third or fourth round rookie picks that you can draft and stash on your taxi and yep. hope that in a year and a half, two years, he's doing something. Yeah. So. People forget about that with the tight ends. It's it takes them a it takes them a little while to get get going. I'll just hoard hoard tight ends in like the fourth and fifth round of rookie drafts because they come out of nowhere anyway. Yep. You know, we have so many that just you're like, wait, I didn't even know that guy was going to be something. Robert Tonyan. Yeah, you know George Kittle wasn't a high trade, draft pick. Trade mm-hmm. for Adam Troutman, everybody. Trade for yeah. Adam Troutman. He's the guy. Yes. Okay, let's talk about tight ends. Charlie Kohler went back, which was interesting because he oh. was in my top five tight ends this year. Okay, it's Kyle Pitts, and then it's everybody else. I mean, oh, okay, that, is that how it is? Because I've I've heard that that's a nice uh, tight end group this year. It's it's not bad. I mean, for me, Kyle Pitts is like one through five, <laughs> and then you have okay. Brevin Jordan, you have Fairmouth, you have Jake Ferguson. Um, R- Ruckert's one of those guys I think is a sleeper. One guy that I think you should keep an eye on is Brent Keithy. I think he's the guy that you can stash on your uh, taxi squads and stuff like that this offseason. Keithy's from Utah. Um, he reminds you of a George Kittle. He lines up all over the football field. Okay. Uh, wide receiver, tight end. He can block. He gets his, you know, he gets dirty. You know, he doesn't mind getting his nose dirty on the football field. He's he's a little bit smaller. He's on, I think, 6'1", 6'2", so he's not like the 6'5 guys that you're used to seeing in the tight end position. But Branky, he's somebody that I've stored on a several Debbie teams now. Well, outside of Stoop stealing Stoop stealing him, my co-host, right. stealing him from me in a couple of leagues that were together. So Nice. Yeah. How many leagues are – how many leagues you got going on? Uh, I joined way too many this year. I think, like, <laughs> I'm in, like – Four or five Debbies. Okay. I think it is. And a couple Dynasty ones as well. Um, my, I'll tell you what, I do have one team that I don't even understand how I have the team that I do. And that's what I was going to bring them. Made it to the playoffs. I don't even know how I made it to the Do you playoffs. strictly play Dynasty and Debbie or do you do redraft stuff as well? I'll do redraft if somebody asks. It's one of those things. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't mind it. Now, um, did you jump on the college fantasy like when Yahoo started doing that? No, not yet. I've had a couple people offer. It's just. I, I get myself in a position where I'm in too many leagues every right. year. I yeah. do it every single year. And it's like, hey, you want to be in our league? Yeah, it's only $10. $10? That's nothing. Let me buy into that. Here, <laughs> oh, 20 oh, That's nothing. Yeah. You know I mean? But this one league, I, I have I have Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I have DJ Ukulele, uh, who's going to take the job over for um, yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Jaden Daniels. Um, Davis Mills. Oh, I do have Keaton Slavs too. I, I'm, I literally have every quarterback basically coming out for the next two years. I don't even know how I did it or why I did it, but I'm a quarterback guy. So, Oh, nice. I'm a running backs guy. I like it. Yeah. Well, Ricky, you and I can bond while 
uh, Larry has his two years of shine and then <laughs> so the the tight ends aren't hits and then everybody else are they worthy of like a second round rookie pick or in like if you have a 1.75 tight end because we uh, pay we, we like to play in heavy tight end premiums yeah uh, Brevin so, Jordan is a guy that's probably second round worthy it's gonna depend <laughs> It's really going to depend on landing spot for some of these guys because sure. like Adam Troutman, I was excited about his landing spot because he's down there with Sean Payton. But year one, I knew he wasn't going to do anything because Jared Cook's there, right? You know what I mean? Right. They, like the, they like the experience. They've used him more down the stretch, obviously, with the injuries and stuff like that. He's even seen the football field this past weekend. I saw him catch a couple passes, which was nice. Cook's a free agent. He's gone. You know what right. I mean? I don't think they're going to sign him. And I do believe they believe in Troutman. I think he was one of the steals of the draft last year. He's one of the best pure – when we were down in the senior bowl last year, he's one of those guys that just he just has that raw ability. And he was he was a division two guy, I think it was, and, and that scares people. So he, his stock fell because of that. And he went out there the senior bowl weekend was just manhandling these guys from the SEC, the Big Ten, the you know all the, the Pac twelve, all these schools. So Adam Trout a guy. I think there's guys, Brevin Jordan, Fairmount. There's a lot of people that like him. The injury's a little bit worrisome there. But I think outside of Brevin Jordan, I'm not trying to dive anybody into the second round right now. Unless somebody goes to a Jacksonville that has a wide open tight end slot they take there. Other than that, like Kyle Pitts is probably going to be a top seven, eight dynasty pick this year. And, and, one, and 1.75, he'll probably be a top five, top three. Ooh, you know? interesting. Wow. Well, That's maybe spicy. not three, but huh? that is a hot Yeah, it like, is. I, I, and and I think takes. it was, Kyle Pitts, man, he can line up as a wide receiver. Like, I mean, he can you not? Hey, hey, can you uh, let? Hold on, I'm gonna text all my <laughs> league mates and tell them not to listen to the show. <laughs> Y'all stay out of this one. I want, I want some Kyle Pitts shares, but I don't want him in the 103, 104, 105. So, I mean, obviously, it's pure, it's all speculation at this point because there's so much that has to occur between now and the draft and, and, and landing spot and stuff like that. But, you know, on, on the surface, I mean, Superflex Leagues, you take you go quarterback. You mentioned six quarterbacks, or Justin mentioned six quarterbacks before. How many are first-round rookie material? Now four. And two of them, two of them I really don't like, but – you can't you can't take away a guy that runs foot runs the football, right? You know what I mean? You can't. I, right. I'm not a Jalen Hurts guy. I think Jalen Hurts isn't good. I don't think he's going to be good. I, I think that he's going to be one of those guys. He's going to be a flash in the pan. I really do believe that. If I'm wrong, hey, you know, play this back on my grade. You know what I mean? I, I don't care. You know, you know, I've been wrong about guys. I've been right about guys. It, it happens, but. Sure. I don't believe in Trey Lance. I don't. I, I I don't see it. I understand it. Like you talked about earlier, the legs. That's what matters right now in the NFL, and that's what's going to matter for these guys. But I I don't believe he looked exactly like I expected him to look in that one game, and that's more of what we expect. He's like out here. He his completion percentage isn't super high. He runs a lot more. He's like a Lamar Jackson. He's like Lamar Jackson light and. You know, you never know what you're going to get with Lamar Jackson, but except for fantasy-wise, he's money, right? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I think that's the key. Like, if they get the draft capital, there's no way – you can't ignore them. You no. know, look at the last few drafts. you got Daniel Jones and Josh Allen before him, and you've got uh, Justin Herbert last year. Like, if they get the – I'm not a Daniel Jones guy. I think he's trash. But <laughs> value – if you had sold him last year after his rookie season, I mean, you made hand over fist profit. For sure. You know? 
I mean, if you held on to him now, you're you're probably stuck with him. But I think him, yeah. uh, <laughs> exactly. I think the same with like Drew Locke. Drew Locke had a couple of good games this year. Oh, that you could plug yeah. and play him, but I don't think he's a starter. I mean, both those looking, guys. I've been on the. I'm, I'm I'm a hater of both of them. So <laughs> I think we're I think we're looking at a half a dozen. I mean, we're looking at almost a dozen quarterback positions that could be open this offseason. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, we have the fluctuation of jobs. Like, where does Wentz go? Where does does Rivers retire? Does Breeze retire? Does like what is that? You know what goes on with that? You know, there's a lot of different things that could go on in different places. But right now, it's like with the incoming rookies, there's going to be some competing, you know, jobs. So that's the thing. Like Jordan Love, everybody loved Jordan Love pre-draft. Then he got drafted by the Packers, and it was like, oh well, it's nice yeah. knowing you, Jordan Love. Those quarterbacks are with that draft capital. They're going to fly off the board in the Superflex mm-hmm. League. So that that's going to push down. And this is oh, a yeah. deep, deep rookie draft. This is going to push down the wide receivers back. And you have you have your your top two running backs. Should you load up on your early second rounders or your mid second or just second rounders in general? I mean, that's that's going to be where you kind of uh, clean up. I think. No, I'm stuck in a rock in a hard place because this is the type of year where you can buy some of these first round bust. You know what I mean? You can buy like a guy like Jalen Rager. You can buy a guy like. Um, jerry judy possibly on the cheap because you know you have owners that are just willing to throw away you know yeah. what i mean they're like oh uh, i don't really care but you're at the same time this class is deep you know what i mean like even if you say let's just say four quarterbacks go around one you have brevin jordan then you have Devonte smith jalen waddle jameer chase we're at eight already running backs you have Najee, etn like we're at 10 already deep right and there's still right. so much talent that we haven't even talked about yet Right, you're light up on draft capital if you can. Yeah, Devonte Smith out here lighting up Ohio State. Did they score a touchdown again? Yes, sir. Damn it, I had the under at the first half. Is he cemented himself as the wide receiver one in this class? No, Jameer Chase is my number one. De- Devonte Smith is not even my number two. Um, Devonte Smith is you got him a little ways down there, huh? Seven, Whew. six. Sorry, six. I got him six. I did move him up. I had him down at number ten. People were really upset with that. Nice, but, nice, nice. But <laughs> I, I there's a few guys I like. Chase. I think Chase is clearing away the number one receiver in this class. I like Waddle. Uh, Terrace Marshall Jr. is a guy I like. Amon Ron St. Brown's another guy I like. Uh, Elijah Moore, who I think is the best Moore in this draft. I, I love that kid a lot too. Um, but Smithy's up top five. I mean, he's a top five or six. I, I-, I can't, you know, but I- he will go probably the first. He'll probably. Be it's first. probably fair to say you won't have many shares of him if you have him at five or six, or if you yeah. personally have him a little bit lower that you're going to choose guys over him. And I have a um, a trade I'd like to run by you that I've been going back and forth with this guy. I just took over an orphan. We can get into that in a little bit, but there's this a, a trade. He's, I'm trying to unload Montgomery, and he's got the 1-5. Would you trade Montgomery and Juju in the Superflex 12 team? Montgomery and Juju for the 1-5 and Jalen Rager. Montgomery and Juju. You said Superflex? Superflex 12 team. Yeah, 1-5. Yeah, I'd do that. 1-5 and Rager over... Juju and Montgomery. I like it because I feel like Juju. I Juju's gonna go. Joe Juju's gone. You know what I mean. He's right. not gonna be in Pittsburgh. They're not gonna pay him. You know what I mean. But what he actually does, he's not consistent enough week to week fantasy wise. I don't think wherever he's gonna go, he's going to be. I like the reg. It's basically one hundred and five for Montgomery. Really, is my where my head's at. Because uh-huh. I prefer Rager over uh, Juju. So I'll take Rager over, and then it's one hundred and five. Which one hundred and five? Let's see here. You could land. 
a quarterback. This is a 1.75 tight end also since we would just – You can land Pitts. You can land, you know, uh, Chase. You can land a potential quarterback. You know, it depends on how it lays out and depends on what your needs are. But I I like the 105 there. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the – I'm trying to get every possible – pick i can this year second rounds is where it's at but oh oh i'm starting i'm starting to catch it man i mean i have to take over this orphan this is over the weekend and i'm I'm sure i just want to i'm just like all right you know you see how this team is just like all you know they got their you know it's not yours so you want to blow it up and stuff and i'm saying i'm not getting any responses from these trade offers and i'm like what the fuck man did i just join a league that with a bunch of fucking that i hate that at least it's, at least tell me to you know screw off or something at least right you know, right like, right yeah so, so you finally got something going in there huh finally got something going so i made i've made three trades since i made like a little stink in the chat i was just <laughs> like you know like, <laughs> you know i hey whatever uh, gets the trades going right you yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. I, I, you know i wasn't i wasn't complaining but i was just like hey you know is anybody uh be out there <laughs> i just got some deals so i'd like 10 i'd like 10 i, I sent a screen what i did was it's a it's on sleeper uh that tells you how many trades you have like when you on your team page or your league page or whatever so i yeah. just screenshotted the 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 box that said 12 on it and i just put that in the chat and then uh you know it's a lit a spark let's say i won't say a lot lit a fire but it's kind of sort of got things going my first trade i traded away duke johnson and booker for uh dpj donovan people's jones i like that sure somebody's out there in this world still believes in duke johnson that's the guy you always want to trade with well who's the who's um i don't have it in front of me who does booker back up that he had that guy Oh, uh, Josh Jacobs, right? Josh Jacobs, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he had Jake. He was the Jacobs owner. So that's well, what Booker drew- probably won't even be on that team next year. So. Right. That's what drew him to me, and I was like, maybe I can unload some stuff for someone at the bottom of his roster. Beckham's probably gone. People's Jones kind of has played very well in his limited time. I think that he's he's going to be at least a two yeah. or three on that roster. Yeah, he might have a role. He'll have a role. And if Baker yeah. keeps throwing the ball the way he's doing it, you know, so there's that. So, yeah, so I did the DPJ for Duke Johnson, got a young piece. This is a 12-start league also, so you're starting 12 guys. Wow. So that was – I'm conscious about that too because I don't want to be do too many two-for-ones because then, I, you know, kind of run out of depth that way. I traded Tariq Cohen and the 312 for Chris Herndon, 1.75. I don't hate it. Uh, I figured it was a roll of the dice, and I'm a Jets fan. And Hernan put up double digits last three games of the season. Adam Gase bump. You'll get that bump from from Gase not being there. As long as the next coaching staff believe in him and they don't take somebody right. to kind of. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm on the other end. I don't love it. I think Tariq Cohen is is in a start 12. He's a startable piece every week, and you get the 312. You can take a shot on somebody with as many. Back end tight ends as there are. Yeah, thirty-six pick. Yeah, I guess so. You can get a you can get a Chris Herndon in the third round of the rookie draft. Yeah, perhaps the one point. See, um, the one point seven five. I'm in a number of one point seven five leagues, but I'm always like conscious of that. It's always in the back of my head. Like, oh man, the tight end make you know catches gets the, this x amount of more points. And when you when you sort it by a high score or or just overall points scored, fucking Hunter Henry's right up there with Keenan Allen in a one point seven five. Yeah, they're like yeah, the problem is you traded for Chris Herndon, not Hunter Henry. Ah! <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, um, you're right. Who knows? 
But I think Devontae Smith. I think Smith listened to my podcast this week. I think so too. I, I heard some of your slander on him, and uh, he has really taken it personally. We did a like, love, and avoid on the podcast this week. Or no, I haven't even released that episode yet. So maybe he's. You might want to uh, like re republish it, uh, re-record it. Yeah, because my we did a like, love, and avoid, and my guy was avoid was was Devonte Smith, and the reasoning behind my avoid for him is just the fact that I'm not where he's getting drafted. I don't want any part of. It. That's wow, what good to know, he's man. Only, he's only got twelve for two hundred fifteen yards. Stay away from him. <laughs> Oopsie. Anybody else that I want me to slander on the episode so that I can <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Give me a direct yeah. message. Yeah. <laughs> so I did one more trade in this league, and this was the big one. So my quarterbacks, so I take over this orphan. The quarterbacks, uh, they I had Dalvin Cook and like David Montgomery, AJ Brown and Juju, and then a bunch of and then Tom Brady and 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 Derek Carr. That's yeah. that's pretty much it. I do have Hunter Henry on this team as well. I'm like, I fucking, I, I, I need, I'm a super flex league. I need quarterbacks. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm shopping around Brady and Carr. I'm trying to do something. I'm throwing Cook everywhere because I'm not a big real, I'm not a real big Dalvin Cook guy. I'm just afraid of the whole injury thing with him. He burned me early on. So I, there's that. Baker and Darnold for Dalvin Cook and the 2 7. I think you might have got robbed. Did you accept that trade? I took the Baker Darnold side. I wanted quarterbacks. Uh, I had Carr and Brady, which they might have one year left, if that. Who knows if we'll ever see either of those two guys in a year. Um, so I was kind of paranoid about that. I'm a Darnold believer. And then you got Baker. So I was like, okay. So he comes back to me with this one. I still have Brady and Carr, who I could eventually flip. Uh, and I have Darnold. And, and so I have four quarterbacks right now. Granted, not upper echelon quarterbacks, but they are movable pieces now, and they're quarterbacks in a super flex, which will always have carry the most value. Are you trying to say I could have got a lot more for Dalvin Cook? Absolutely. Uh, I think you got robbed. So tight, though. I like you, man. I'm, and I, I mean this with everything inside of me, but I think that they you uh, know what I still for cheap in another league too. I just not I just don't like Dalvin Cook. I don't know. No don't one know else. What, no one wanted him. Also, by the way. Uh, I mean, no it's one. probably for a bad reason. I mean, the guy well, didn't he end up like top five in the in the in the <laughs> league in rushing yards or something this year? He, he might have been pretty decent. He said he might have been pretty decent. Larry, Larry, Baker Mayfield is the QB seventeen in the December ADP. He's going to be a little higher. He'll probably be in the 13, 14 range because he did bounce back and have a decent end of the season. I'm also a Baker guy, so yeah. So he's probably going to be somewhere in the. Overall, 35, so late third, early fourth round ADP. And I don't know that Dalvin Cook is going to drop very far. He's 17th. He's middle of the second. I think you – Dalvin oh. Cook is at – he had 1,557 yards in the ground, which is obviously second in league. But that was 400 more than Jonathan Taylor, who was in second. He, he missed was, the game. He missed two games this year. Yeah, but no yeah. one's trading you Jonathan Taylor for Dalvin Cook. No, 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 no. no. I'm just no. saying that's for who he finished ahead yeah, of him in yards. Numbers, but I needed he had 17 rushing or 17 touchdowns. I think that you could have gone for someone, even if it was Baker, you could have gotten someone like Baker and T. Higgins for Cook. Oh, you know what it was? I wanted Goff. I wanted Goff and Darnold for like. See, the, the, everybody was being so tight. So I mean, I. And again, I was excited. I just took over the orphan. And that's part of orphaning, fostering a, a new team there. 
when you take over that orphan, part of it is you just want to make moves. I you like know, I for, like sleeper, but I don't like sleeper. It's one of those things. I like I it for redraft. Uh, it's yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. It was fun for the like the the charity leagues this year. Sleeper was great. It's a like fun draft, and you know, and I, are you guys so, my fantasy league guys? Is that yes. yeah, yeah? I like yeah. that. I've slandered, I've slandered, and uh, talked bad about sleeper enough in in all of my platforms. I don't need to do it anymore. <laughs> Sorry, sleeper. I apologize, sleeper. It's not your fault. It's not you, it's me. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. It's just way too complicated sometimes to even so, Okay, to... so you guys are saying I I, I failed miserably on this. I picked up I two quarterbacks in the Superflex League. I yeah, think you, picked up, you picked up Sam Darnold, though. But that 207, he gave up the 207, though, too. Was it the t- yeah. yeah, And you gave up the 207. So, okay, so here's what happens. Justin Fields has cemented himself as an NFL-quality quarterback. Talking about the I, ninth- I think the Jets take him. I don't think they pass on him. I, I know there's a lot of talk about the Jets should keep Darnold and trade back, et cetera, but I don't know that they believe in him. And they're going to have a new staff. They're going to want their guy. And Justin Fields feels like he's a he's there. He could be their guy. Whoever. Well, what's, your, what's your take on on Darnold? We only talk about him every single episode, so we might as well get. You know, I like Darnold. I think he goes to somewhere like Pittsburgh or something like that and revives his career. You know what I mean? Just because that's what players do. Um, I think he's like light year. He's probably the best quarterback the Jets have had since since Brett Favre. Probably, yeah. I mean, because Tannehill. <laughs> or no, that was in Miami. I'm sorry. I can't. I just I think of Gase and his marriages with quarterbacks is terrible. Well, even though he, thing. yeah, you know, whatever. It was. He, <clears throat> I just really like bringing up Tannehill because I hate Tannehill and I think that he's overrated and got overpaid and all that other good stuff. Now you're in Tennessee right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I bash Tannehill every chance I get. Really? So who do you root for? Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Tom Brady fan. No kidding. Well, I mean, everyone, I mean, I'm a a Jets fan and I respect the Pats. Yeah. He's a Michigan man. So, you know, Uh. Yeah, so I was a Dan Marino fan my entire life, and then he retired, and then Brady got drafted, and then I didn't think there was any chance I'd ever see him actually play. So I was like, all right, I've always been a quarterback guy. I mean, I've basically gravitated away from being a team guy anymore. Like, I buy shirts, like the jersey shirts of players from all over. You know what I mean? I love yeah, me too. I've got a yeah. Baker jersey. I like Baker. I got a Deshaun Watson jersey, so please don't trade Deshaun Watson. Um, <laughs> I just got it like last year, so please don't. No, no. <laughs> they trade him for a Whopper or a Big Rib. I don't, I don't remember. What did uh, they better be lucky? Bill O'Brien's not there anymore because he'd already had traded Deshaun Watson for you know a sixth round uh, pick and Adrian Peterson to the Lions or something. Running backs. We talked about uh, Najee Harris earlier and and Etn. So who who is that third guy you think is going to emerge? As we get closer to the the NFL draft and subsequent rookie drafts, there's a lot of people that love Javante Williams from North, North Carolina. Carolina. Um, on an upcoming episode of the podcast, we plan on doing a we're we're also big Michael Carter guys on the pod. Uh, we started breaking down some of their stats on the most recent episode, and they're a lot closer than people think. The touchdowns is the only variance, which. If people know anything about college football, touchdowns are like they matter, but they really don't. You know what I mean? It's like obviously when you get to the NFL, you're not going to have Devontae Smith's not going to score 28 touchdowns next year, right? You know what I mean? We know that's not a thing. I know Williams is shooting up the board. One guy I'm disappointed in is Chuba. He should have came out last year. Like he just uh, he dove down my board. But the guy I plant my flag on is Javion Hawkins out of Louisville. I love this kid. Yes. Love him. He's so good. 
In his career, he had 11 100-yard rushing games, touchdowns 14 of his 20 games. Pass catching improved from last year to this year from four catches to 16. There was this one play in particular. I, I just talked about him, so I had all my stats already lined up for him whenever we were going to talk about him on this show. <laughs> but there's one play in particular. is against Virginia Tech. Eight seconds on the clock. They're on their own 10-yard line. Third and 15, they're going to run the clock out the end of the half. He took it 90 yards down the field for a touchdown. It was an effortless 90-yard touchdown for the guy. He's not the biggest guy. What is his name again? Javion Hawkins. Javion Hawkins. Louisville. So I was I was working and I listened to podcasts while I was working. So I, I keep little notes of, you know, Debbie and Ricky picks. So I, I definitely earlier when I was listening, I was like, oh, Hawkins, let me write him down because I bet he's going to be sneaky, you know. He's going to be that guy that you can probably snag late first instead of – because everyone in their mind, and it doesn't matter what happens – unless he just gets like the most premium draft spot ever, yep. they're still going to be stuck on their pre-draft, you know, 2020 rankings. You know, yep. people are still out there saying, oh, Chuba Hubbard. I saw a poll the other day. It was Melvin Gordon or Chuba Hubbard. We don't even know if Chuba Hubbard's going to be productive at any point in the NFL. We know that Melvin Gordon is the lead back in Denver. Yep. Like, what? I'm not, I don't understand. But everybody's stuck on what they saw last year. That was a poll, Gordon versus yeah. Hubbard? Yep. That had, oh, let me guess. Let me guess. Was it uh? It had to be like seventy thirty Chuba. It was pretty high. I think it yeah. was like sixty five thirty five or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Last time all, I hadn't seen it in a while. That was probably four or five days ago. And let me explain Chuba. The biggest problem with Chuba is he can't pass block. The right. first time that he gets a quarterback killed, he may never see that. Like uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, which I am a big Keyshawn Vaughn guy. I am buying him anywhere I can can right now because it's super cheap. But this past weekend, in that game against the uh, football team, he got they, there was a blitz that came in, and he missed the blitz. I don't think he saw the football field again. Now, obviously, he's playing with Tom Brady. You miss a blitz with Tom Brady as the quarterback. You, you may never. <laughs> but that's the thing. The first time you miss a, a pass block on one of these quarterbacks, these guys, you're gone, right? You're gone. You know what I mean? You can't be missing pass blocking at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, if Chuba comes out last year, he's probably a third-round pick at the worst. Hands down. Um, just don't I think he thought well I can do it I can do this again and be an early second late first round pick and now he he might be fifth sixth seventh I don't think he goes undrafted but this is an Eno Benjamin kind of fall Ooh. you know Eno, Eno was thought to be love really Eno. was gonna be I know right we all loved Eno until he did <laughs> until he went to the round or seventh round or whatever it was and going to the uh Canadian Football League XFL for the rock or whatever. Drafting him, people I'll were draft still drafting him in. him in rookie drafts, but that's the key. Like people were still drafting him in rookie drafts in the third round. The guy was, you know, he was per- basically a, a non-factor in the NFL draft and people were still drafting him just because of name value. Yeah. So it's going to happen again this year. You're going to have players that have no business being in rookie drafts where they are. They're yeah. going to go late second, early third, and it's going to push a couple players. Well, who's, who's, well, what about Eno Benjamin making an impact in year two? We're all hoping for all Eno Benjamin <laughs> fans are making that prey, but I think their team that drafts a running back now. Th- now this is my favorite landing spot for Travis Etienne. That is the most ideal landing spot. Actually, I wouldn't hate Hawkins going there either. I think any versatile running back lands in Arizona because Drake is gone, right? His contract's up, and he didn't really play. He was good. I'm not saying he was you know, good. Yeah, he like- was. De- he was a lot better than people made him out to be. He okay. was underrated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was still getting drafted ridiculously high, but 
he did prove the doubter. It's like whenever you look at this, look back on the season, a lot of people that hated on like Gronk. Gronk, I think, wasn't Gronk like a top 12 tight end this year or something like that? Uh, 12 uh, Justin basically turned me off of Gronk, talked me into trading him for fucking Mo Alley Cox. And if it makes you feel any better, Gronk was basically unusable for the first half of the season. Yeah, so yeah I know. He was frustrated with him anyway. His second, <laughs> second half of the season, he turned in. And turned in a pretty good year, but uh, yeah, he finished as the uh, tight end eight. And but the problem was, is he didn't do like that's the thing. Like people talk about some of these guys, and I and I'm gonna blank on names right now, but they finished in the top twelve of this particular position, and it's like they don't do it week to week. Like that right. doesn't. Yeah, there's like ten guys that were all within ten points. Yes, I mean it's crazy. Like Gronk, I think what Gronk has to get like double digit points. I think maybe like five games this year, maybe if he's yeah, lucky. It wasn't great. Kenyon Drake ended up in PPR. He ended up the RB sixteen as far as uh, usability goes. Drake was actually usable. But so anybody they bring in, are they competing with Chase Edmonds? No, I I don't think Edmonds is all that in a bag of potato chips either. They bring in a rookie electric running back to add to that explosive off. What twenty twenty rookies? You know, a lot of them burst onto the scene this season, so everyone expected all the other ones to kind of just do the same. And when they didn't, everyone's like, "Oh, they're terrible now." What twenty twenty rookies do you still have faith in that that kind of didn't show their stuff yet? Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, like I said, I think Judy. I think I mentioned Judy earlier. I think Judy, you right. can buy him. I mean, he does have a problem with the drops, you know, which was weird. He he did a little bit in college. His his final season, he didn't as bad. I do to I do blame some of the on the quarterback play. Like I really like this. The Broncos were literally the one landing spot that I was hoping that for some reason they'd go zero and sixteen this year just so Trevor Lawrence can go there because I'm a big Trevor Lawrence guy. I just they have an arsenal of weapons and you know they have Sutton, they have Hamler, they have Judy, oh. they have uh, Patrick, they have Fant, they have Gordon, they have Lindsey, like. I'm like naming like six or seven guys deep here on this roster and still they managed to I could see Denver being a landing spot for Zach Wilson. Yeah, I I don't hate that ideal spot right there. But they don't I think they draft too far. I'm telling you, man, there's somebody's gonna overdraft for Zach Wilson. They're ninth, and when you look at it, you've got the top two with Jacksonville and the Jets. You got Miami, they're not taking so that Atlanta might take a quarterback. I'm not sure. I'm a Falcons fan, and I don't know what the hell they're going to do. Yeah, they can't afford to take. Well, they can afford to take one and have him sit because they're paying Ryan two thousand trillion dollars still. Right. Yeah, that contract is brutal. Philly could, but I think they probably want to see what Hurts is for sure. So then you got Detroit and Carolina. What if they? You know, Denver has can probably jump into that five slot where Cincinnati is. I think that would be the the prime spot to jump into and grab a a quarterback for them. It wouldn't surprise me if the Jets take Zach Wilson. I think it depends on who the head coach is. Oh, please let them take Zach Wilson. Or, I don't think they're then, taking a quarterback. I mean, I'm, it's, I'm sure they'll leave it up to the head coach. Okay, so I want Joe Brady to go to the Jets and then draft Zach Wilson just because I think that he would fit. I just want Joe Brady as a head coach because I think he's going to be amazing. Now, I said this last year. The one team that should have drafted Justin Herbert was the Carolina Panthers because Joe Brady with the Panthers and – Justin Herbert, it would have been light. That that team would not – I wouldn't say they were going to compete this year because the Chargers really didn't compete. They did, but they didn't. I mean, right, yeah. I will say Anthony Lynn cost him at least, uh, what, seven of their ten losses because of his poor coaching. But Yeah, he's not good. You're right, though. Looking at it, I, I didn't realize Denver was so high. The biggest domino is really Dak Prescott, right? What's going to go on there? You know what I mean? Do I think the Cowboys sign him? Yes, but he's still not going to take a discount, especially after they went six and ten. You know what I mean? Like – 
No, he's got all the leverage. I think even Jerry Jones, I think I saw something where he admitted that Dak has all the leverage. It's because what they saw without him was rough. He's not a replaceable player. He's he's definitely an upper echelon passer and quarterback as a whole. Well, so. I mean, with all these quarterbacks coming out, who knows what direction who's going to go? I oh, I agree. There's a there's that's the thing. Like we have so, there's quarterbacks carousel. Um, does Drew Brees really retire? You know, if let's say hypothetically, do if the Bucks win the Super Bowl, do the Bucks landing spot open? Because that's a nice little landing spot for. I mean, Godwin's potentially gone, but still, it's still a nice landing spot because Arians is a good quarterback guy you know what i mean so there's a lot of different but at the same time like you're right atlanta maybe they don't take one in the first round maybe they take one in the second round you know what i mean there's that's it they're like we talked about there's six or maybe they trade back into the first and get that fifth round option on somebody you know i can see somebody doing that for mac jones yeah you know mac jones is a guy that i see being a 28 through 32 pick where somebody trades back in just to get that fifth round option on them. I got a random one for you. How many shares of Josh Rosen do you have? I have zero Josh Rosen. Do, should anyone have any shares of Josh Rosen? 49ers will sign him probably be to be their backup next year because the rest of them suck, even though as pretty as Jimmy G is. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's going to suck having to change all my redraft names from Jimmy G spot to something else. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think they have an easy out in Garoppolo, right? You know what I mean? That's, yes, I think they, they have, have a zero easy- out. Garoppolo. Yep. Yeah. At that particular moment, it's kind of like, all right. I mean, I think they're a team that could, I would love to see Zach Wilson in that offense too. Again, I'm not a Zach Wilson guy, but I'm excited about where he could potentially land to see somebody gets, you know, value out of the guy. CJ Beathard and Nick Mullins are both Both free agents after this year and they have the out on Jimmy G. They could not have, I mean, I don't know if they'll do it, but they could not have a quarterback on the roster come March. I, I don't know if they're going to cut Garoppolo, but they'll have to re-sign somebody if they want to back up back. I don't hate moving on from Jimmy G, especially at that contract. You know what I mean? It's it's If you can free up that kind of space. I could see lot. him going back to New England. Who was your favorite rookie last year? Like Who who do you own the most share, shares of? Justin Herbert. That's your guy, yeah, huh? I, you hit on him big then. Dang. Yeah, I, oh, Justin Herbert was my number one quarterback throughout the entire year until Joe Burrow woke up and said, I'm going to be the king of this world. Right, but um, I do have a few shares of Burrow too. Burrow, I love Burrow. That's another interesting dynamic that I'm intrigued by is what Cincinnati's going to do with the quarterback yeah. position until Burrow comes back. They can't rush. They can't afford to rush him back. You have a ton of Keyshawn. What? Where are you at on Rager? I love Rager. I'm a yeah. big Rager fan. I just wish they had a better quarterback. Yes, I said it. Well, the thing about it is, is even if Hurts is the guy, Hurts is going to throw the ball what you know, maybe 25 times a game, but he's right. going to complete three of those passes and two to the other team. And then it's just like, you know, you have like five balls to pass out to like seven different guys. And I what just it don't is. know how that's going to shake out. I mean, it was more like a Wentz versus Peterson. And they were saying that Wentz, you know, won that one out because Peterson's out, got hurt there. Who's already kind of like, I, I like, I think that Wentz is going to be okay. That, yeah, I think he ends up on a different team. Yeah, totally. The thing about what the thing with Wentz was this, like, was he bad? Yes. Was he always running for his life? Yes. Did he? And the, the difference between him and Hertz is, is Hertz can get away from the pressure a lot easier than Hertz can, or than than Wentz can. So that to me is what really kind of helped Hertz because he has the legs in order to be able to do that. But they were just they were in his nose every single play practically, 
And and Wentz is Wentz is okay. I I think that he's going to turn it around. I love Wentz in Indianapolis. So transitioning into uh, some more Debbie and rookie talk, is this the year that we want to be moving all of our twenty two t- our twenty two picks into twenty one equity, or are you confident in next year's draft as well? Quarterbacks next year are fun. Oh yeah, I mean twenty twenty two QBs. Oh my God! Yes, Eden Slavis. You have oh Slavis. Okay, so if we're talking Debbie, I, I we we did our Debbie rankings, and I get very highly controversial. But my my top five Debbie ranking quarterback wise is Lawrence, Fields, Slavis, Howell, and Daniels. And obviously Slavis, Howell, and Daniels are all in next year's draft. I love the. I mean, and there's the quarterback class next year is going to be a battle. Like there's going to be consistently. You're gonna have people have Daniels one. You're gonna have people that have uh, you got Rattler. That's a potential, uh, you know, top tier. Yeah. I'm still iffy on, but Slovis, he's a guy I like. You have Daniels. Daniels is Daniels reminds me of like a Lance Zach Wilson. He's he needs to work on some things, but I still think that he makes plays with his feet. So that makes him that much specialer because you know people love that. They love the running quarterback. But am I willing to sell a second? this year for first next year if it's like a bottom tier second top tier no because there's going to be a lot of it depends on who, who, who you draft with like last year i ended up with herbert and justin jefferson Early second. it was like second round fifth pick and second round seventh pick i oh. ended up with herbert and wow. and that to, and that went with cd cd lamb in the first round that i got you it's know, a franchise altering Right. It was a draft. And, and for me, it's like, but like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I, it would have to be a bottom tier. I, 2022, like it, it depends on where you're, where you're at quarterback wise. Brees Hall, Brees Hall is probably going to be the, is the consensus. He's probably, I think he's number three on my running backs for Debbie. Yeah. Um, he's that good. You know, he's, he's a monster at the running back. See, I was back. thinking the other way around selling 2022 picks to get more 21 equity. I knowing, don't mind that. I don't mind it. To be honest, I beyond do. quarterbacks, beyond quarterbacks, it's a little weaker. Than- I do agree. Yeah, the running backs aren't as strong. The tight ends. It's probably a de- deep tight end class, but I don't really care about tight ends with rookies. Right. It takes them at least three years to even pretend like they matter in football. But you I don't. Yeah, I'm with you. I I, do, I don't hate selling a 20, 2022 first for a twenty twenty one first. I, do it. Smash it. I sold last year. I sold uh, my twenty twenty one first in a league. Where I was finishing a rebuild to get to the two hundred two and grab T Higgins. Very confident about it now. I think I ended up. I mean, I felt I feel great about that now that I did it. I think it could be similar this year, where we're looking at early second round. You still have first round talent. You know, you go ahead and get the equity off the board and onto your team, and then you can work from there. Yeah, especially Superflex. I mean, God, Lee. Like, there's at least what five running backs that are going to be decent, and then you have the wild card guys in the back half. You know what I mean? And then wide receiver, I mean, you have Bateman, Chase, Moore, Waddle, Devontae Smith, Amon Ross St. Brown. Like, you have a laundry list of guys. Like, you're 20, let's just say 20 deep, bottom of the second. Yeah. You know? And that's not even including the guys that you really like that are going to slip because nobody else likes them. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that's just, that's just how it is. Troutman, I got Troutman in the fourth round of like every draft. Like, that's what I did. Yeah. I did. I did Troutman in the fourth all over the place. Everybody was drafting like Eno you know, Benjamins, the the random, you know. Uh, well, oh God, come on! Who was the other favorite this off? There was a couple of guys that just went in that fourth round. That yeah, like, like a Van like, Jefferson, the the Van Jeffersons of the world, the Michael P. Ryan's, Bronte Evans is another one because he, you know, he was going to go to Tennessee and be the backup to to Henry. Yeah, he's the backup to Henry. That's. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. So, yeah. He was out most of the year too, so he didn't really. Maybe uh, he'll yeah. have a role next year or a more significant one or a healthier one if he's lucky. I like buying Brian Edwards this offseason too. We all kind of believe that he has the size and and the profile to be a productive uh, wide receiver, and their best wide receiver this year was Nelson Aguilar. So there's got to be some room for for him to make his way into a more productive uh, situation on that team. Are you guys selling anybody from this class? From this past class? Yeah. In 2020? I don't know oh. if there's anybody I'd really sell, right? You know, I was looking at it, like, because I'm holding on to Taylor. I don't think that Edwards Hilaire has any value right now. Where where are you on Brandon Ayuk? I, lo- I love Brandon Ayuk. I think he's super oh. talented. See, he might be myself. And I did sell him earlier this year. Sold to I, me. I mean, but what did you get for him? I oh. got Michael Gallup and a uh, second, but hold on. I sold Gallup for a 2022 hold first. On. It's a 16 for a 2022 first. It's a 16 team yeah. league. Who bought Michael Gallup for a 2022 first? Hey, shout out to Manolo. Hey, how you doing again, Manolo? It's a 16 team <laughs> league. So, so for, for Brandon Ayuk, you got a second and a first basically when it comes yeah. down to it. And it's going to be a, he went five and seven this year, or five and eight, right. or something like that. You know what? I, we did not combine those trades. That is a nice haul for IU. It turned out okay. Cumulatively. This was, I sold him before his breakout. I sold him like week six or seven or something like that. Then he breaks out. I, I could have gotten just the first alone for him, plus, you know, without having to make another move. But I just, I don't know with Kittle coming back and with, I'm not going to label Debo injury prone yet. I just I can't do that to players. I think he can still be on the field. If those two are on the field, he doesn't see the sna- the target share that he had. I I think it's going to depend on the quarterback. I like to sell because of the value that you did end up with. I think he's a better sell now than he was when I sold him. Oh, you know, absolutely. For like sure. When I sold him, had I not been able to move Michael Gallup at the start of the playoffs to a desperate team, I would have I would have been, you know, up shit creek on that one. It just so happened that it worked out pretty well. I mean, Plus, Michael Gallup will probably go somewhere else, but he's still nothing but a. I think I can buy Michael Gallup again later for much less than what I sold him for. <laughs> uh, yeah, Manolo went six and seven. His team is aging out a little bit, to, to say the least. Nick Foles, Alex Smith, Ryan Tannehill. Right. So the moral, like he's got some, the moral he's got of the some, story is that first is going to be a nice, uh, juicy one next yeah. year. He, he does have Joe Burrow down there. So he's got Joe Burrow and Ryan Tannehill and nothing else. So he has Joe Burrow and nothing else, basically. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, and Tyreek Hill. But that's it. I One feel like Tyreek Kill will score him enough points to win. and then... I'm not sure that – yeah, I, I feel like it could be a top five pick easy. Man, <laughs> not record. Not. Yeah, Tyreek Hill bailed, bailed him out of a lot of games this year. Yeah, it did. Not a guys. I hope you guys uh, yeah. had fun. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, man. So, Ricky Valero, brother, thanks for thanks for joining us. And let's talk about some stuff that you got going on, man, besides the Debbie Delight. Actually, you know, I got the Debbie Delight. We drop that every week. Um, I've got the Music City Drive-In where you can check out all my movie reviews. Um, we drop our rankings some of our debbie rankings and stuff over there let's see we have the drive-in podcast network where we've got a host of shows that i started uh july of last year we have um obviously the guys from the fantasy football roundtable are part of our network we've got film optics we've got now showing we've got 50 years of music i host three podcasts a week music city drive-in the oc podcast and then the debbie delight 
Um, yes, I do way too much if you're asking and wondering if you're shaking at home. Yeah, dude. Um, good. good stuff. But yeah, that's about, I mean, on Twitter, follow me at Ricky Valera underscore. Um, you will see a bunch of stupid tweets about everything. Like, I mean, I warn you, you won't see just football and you won't see just film. You'll see film football and, you know, me making fun of how bad Jalen Hurts is. But other than that, like, that's it. I don't know, baby. Let's, should we just wrap things up? Justin, you got anything else for us? Man, I'm just, I hope the second half of this game is better than the first half. That's all I got. 42-17, I'm going to bed, man. I was Mac Jones real fast. What is his stats? A lot. Just uh, it's he is 25 of 30, 342, and four touchdowns. Oh, working his way into the first round of your rookie draft. Super flex, baby. All right, all right, baby. Here we go. It's time. It's time. It's time. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. Larry Monkey and Justin Rogers. Talking Dynasty football, baby. Come get some. Come get some. Woohoo, yeah.